Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a student and a jiu-jitsu practice. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. One of my guys, Hugh, he's great. He, uh, he's always coming into class. He comes in for extra classes. He busts his ass. He's, he's really pushing hard to get good grades on this, on this test. And he and I go back and forth really frequently with, with little motivational memes, little motion, motivational sayings. There's a, there's a channel on TikTok actually that I follow and it's, I think the name's like conquerors only. So if you're interested, it's a, it's a good one. It's all these like 60 second clips of people talking, you know, really motivational stuff. And they're generally these big muscled out guys, giant tattoos and stuff. And just talking about, you know, being, being the best person you can be, which is, which is a really cool thing in my mind, because I think there are a lot of people, there are a lot of people in the world these days that, that focus on not necessarily being the best they can be, but trying to change the way the world is so that what they are looks better. And that's a very odd, that's a very odd and I think a very dangerous way to address the world, right? It's kind of like, well, you know, uh, there's something about, you know, some skill I have, right? Say I can draw circles really, really, really well. And you know, it's literally just a freehand circle and nobody really cares about that. So instead of changing myself and saying, okay, well, I have this skill set or have this characteristic, this ability that's not really valued. So I should, I should look at what's valued. I should look at how I can improve myself and become a better person because in the world, in the marketplace of the world, nobody really cares about freehand drawing circles, right? Instead of doing that, I think a lot of people focus on, okay, how can I make everybody value my circles? Right. How can I make everybody or other people think that what I am is great instead of, you know, just looking at yourself and figuring out how you can improve. You focus on other people. So Hugh and I, we go back and forth kind of trying to get trying to get ourselves better. Right. And there's there's an aspect of it that I think is really, really valuable because I I try to pump up all of my students. I try to motivate them. I try to inspire them. I try to. I try to do a lot of things like that because they need it, right? They're 16, they're 17, they're going up against they're going up against it, man. It's them against the world, right? They got to get into college, they got to finish high school first with great grades, they got into college, then they got to get a job and they got to work out. They got to work out life, man. And it again, it's them against the world. At least I remember I remember very much feeling that way when I was in their position and I can see them. I can see them kind of gearing up for it. And I like to help them, right? I like to shake them up as much as I can, like a, like a Coke can, get them as pressurized as possible and just try to unleash them because that's, that's my role. And I was, talking to, I was talking to a guy the other day that really made me, made me consider this role and consider you know, how it evolves. And I was at training with this with this guy. He's a brown belt. He's really good, really good at jujitsu. And again, brown belt's right beneath black belt. I'm a black belt. And we were training. And it's very common for younger belts. And I do this as well when I'm doing other things I'm not as good at. It's very common for, 
for lower belts to apologize to an upper belt. I did it when I was, you know, like a blue belt or purple belt or brown belt, whatever. And and now as a black belt, when people do it, I always I'm like, stop, what are you doing? And here's the thing. It's not it's not that the the brown belt is being silly or whatever. He he and I had a great train a uh, great training session. We rolled for like an hour, which was awesome. And I showed him a ton of stuff, right? Because I'm like, oh, well, you're making this mistake, or oh, you got to think about this, or oh, wait, you were you were doing that really well, but you gave up, and going back and forth and teaching him because that's what I do. I'm a teacher. And at the end, he said, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not, you know, pushing you. And and here's the thing. He's not supposed to be pushing me, right? And he is. He doesn't understand, right? And I said, look, you you don't get it. I, I'm doing things with you that you don't know I'm doing, but I'm intentionally doing them. I'm playing my B game or I'm playing my C game and you're good enough. He's so good that if I put on my B game or my C game, he could really make me pay for it, right? He could advance his position. He could submit me. He could do, he could do any number of things, but it's important for him to be doing those things so that it's important enough for him to be good enough to be able to, to make me pay if I do something wrong when I'm playing my B and C game. So he is pushing me. But I've been thinking about the desire to apologize to upper belts and now being an upper belt and, and kind of being in that position and my position with, with Hugh and my other students. Because as a lower belt, right, as a younger student or, or a lower belt in jiu-jitsu, I relied on other people heavily to help motivate me, to help inspire me, to, to, to push me, right? And now as an upper belt, as an adult, as the teacher in the room, in my SAT classroom and on, on the jiu-jitsu mat, I can't, I can't rely on somebody like that, right? Like if I'm feeling uninspired in my SAT class, I don't have a coach in the corner saying like, come on, Matt, these kids need you, you know, dig deep. And if I'm on the jiu-jitsu mat waiting for there to be somebody who's better than me every single time I go train or waiting there to be somebody who who really pushes me my a game just crushes my a game I mean, those people exist don't get me wrong i know them i love them they're some of my dearest friends but i just don't see them frequently and i can't go train with them consistently so i i, I can't rely on that on the mats it really it really hit home the other day when i was talking to this brown belt this guy mike it's like look if I'm not inspiring myself, I'm dead. I'm dead in the world. Even the conquerors only TikTok page, even the guys that are, you know, muscled out and tattooed out and talking, talking all this crazy stuff about being your best self and beating the world. Some of this stuff resonates, but how can I really be inspired by them? I don't know what they've gone through. I don't know what they've done. I don't know if they're tired while they're, while they're making that little video. I don't know if they're exhausted from training like crazy the week before and everything they did. I don't know any of that. So although some of this stuff really hits home, I'm like, oh, that, that makes sense to me. A lot of it's just like, I don't, you know, I get it, but like, I don't get it. I don't feel it. But the times I have been most inspired in recent years are when I know what I have done. I know how tired I am, how exhausted I am, 
how uninspired I am. And I see myself almost like from a removed state. I see myself rise up and find that next level of inspiration for my students. I find the next level of energy in training. I find myself digging deeper and deeper and I see myself doing it. And that, that's where I get inspired. I can't rely on other people anymore in my life to help me become inspired. I can't rely on, on TikTok memes and little, you know, inspiring sayings and some calendar with 365 days of inspiration. I can't rely on that stuff. If I'm not inspiring myself on a daily basis, then it's over, man. I'll never be great. I'll never be my greatest self. Forget being great. I gave up on that dream a long time ago. I just want to be my best self. And if I can't find a way to inspire myself on a daily basis, to look at myself and say, wow, that's somebody worth following, then I'll never get there. It's difficult to inspire others. It's even more difficult to inspire yourself. But if you can you're going to tap into an unending well of exceptional, exceptional human behavior. It's not easy to do, but it's worth a shot. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.